All right. Hello, 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 and welcome to the first official podcast of Ty's Tech Line. Um, I am Tyler Harrington. I am your host, and I am super excited. This first podcast here is going to be all about me, uh, which seems sort of like a precocious way to start and not exactly where I'd probably prefer to start, but I think that'll be beneficial to you guys. If any of you out there are listening to this podcast, you don't know who I am, you don't know what I'm all about, I thought it'd be kind of good for you guys to have a little bit of a background on myself, um, my sort of history with tech, my interaction with tech, why I love tech so much, and uh, yeah, just kind of talk about my life a little bit. So that's what we're going to do. And then at the end, I'm going to share some of my favorite tech things uh, from 2017, um, both that I own and things that I kind of wish that I owned. Uh, I have a few things on my list that I'm just like really coveting after right now, uh, which is probably not a good good word to use there, but that's all right. Uh, we're talking about that towards the end of the podcast here. So uh, again, this is just for you guys out there who may not know who I am know what I'm all about. If you are new around here and you want to follow along with my life outside of this podcast, uh, you can go ahead over to Instagram. It's probably the best place to follow me. My Instagram is just at Tyler Harrington, my name. Um, You can also find me on Twitter if you want to connect that way. Or you can check out our website. We are just theharrington.com, which leads me into who am I? Um, I am Tyler Harrington. I am a wedding filmmaker based here in Richmond, Virginia. My wife, Ashley, and I, we actually work together. Um, we've been doing the business together for about as long as we've been married. We got married on June 1st, 2013, which is crazy. Uh, this summer will be our five-year wedding anniversary, which is just nuts. It's really hard to believe. Um, but we've been uh, almost married for five years, and we started doing the business really soon after uh, after we got married. I started the business in college. Um, just kind of like really brief backstory. I started doing photography and all that kind of stuff when I was in high school. Uh, you know, kind of bled over into college a little bit. Uh, I actually got a degree in graphic design, uh, which a lot of people don't know. Uh, my degree is actually in graphic design, but I took a ton of photography classes through that. Uh, a buddy of mine asked me if I could uh, photograph his wedding. He couldn't afford to pay a professional. I said yes. And the rest is sort of history from there. Uh, you know, I guess started getting into wedding photography and doing engagement shoots and all that kind of stuff. Um, and along the way, I discovered that my camera shot video. So uh, because of that, I started to shoot video and I ended up uh, shooting uh, a rehearsal dinner for a friend of mine. I was DJing the wedding. It's kind of a random story. I was DJing the wedding, uh, aka I was like showing up with a sound system in the DJ app. Does anybody remember the DJ app um, for on my Mac? And I was just supposed to be running a playlist for them, but I had this fancy new camera that shot video, shot a few clips of their rehearsal dinner, posted it on Facebook with some nice explosions in the sky songs behind it. And uh, the next thing you know, uh, a friend of mine from back home, her mom was like, hey, my, you know, my daughter is getting married. Would you be willing to film the wedding? And I was already doing photo weddings. So I was like, you know what? Sure, I'll figure it out. Um, so that's kind of that's the story of how I got into video. So from there on out, I was doing photo weddings and video weddings. Uh, this is all while I was in college. Uh, fast forward, my wife and I get married. I have a wedding in the Bahamas about four or five weeks later. And my wife is like, you are not leaving me here. Your brand new wife, four, four weeks of being your wife, you can't leave me here to go to the Bahamas without me. Um, so I said, fine, if you want to come to the Bahamas, that's great. I'd love to have you. But while you're here, you might as well shoot uh, while you're here. So uh, she did. So she started shooting with me and then we started thinking about it. We're like, man, this could really make a whole lot of sense. If you, you know, you came and you did the business with me here 
And, you know, she brings a element to the table from like a personality standpoint and just from, you know, being a woman that I cannot bring to the business. And she has over the years become literally the voice of our business. And she does so much behind the scenes um, that I could never do. And she does it so much better than I ever could. Um, So which is great because it allows me to focus on all the technical things and the editing and the shooting and the gear and all that kind of stuff that I really love. Um, She gives me the ability to do that while she takes care of a lot of the technical stuff, um, which is super, super great. So yeah, so we started working together right after that, right after we got married, after we came back from the Bahamas. And uh, we've been sort of doing it ever since. I was working full time for a while. She was nannying and going to school and all this stuff. But the road has sort of led us to here. Um, so now we are both full time at this. Um, again, we were wedding. We we recently actually just dropped photography with uh, you know about a year ago. So we are just doing uh, just doing video for weddings, but we also do video for corporate stuff. We make promotional films for small businesses, and we do other types of you know commercially type work as well. But we are just video at this point, which is really really great. Um, I'm trying to think. So personally, some things that I love outside of just our business and things like that. I really love Apple products, which I'm going to get into in a little bit. But I just love, love, love Apple. Um, I've a you could probably call me Apple fanboy. That's probably a fair assessment. Um, I really love movies. I love TV. Being someone who is a filmmaker, somebody who makes films, I love watching movies, watching them critically, watching TV shows, watching Netflix, all that good stuff. I always joke and say that I'm a really, really good Netflix binger. In order to be a really great Netflix binger, you have to be dedicated. And I am 100% dedicated to being a great Netflix binger. I have gone through so many TV shows in their entirety, like multiple, multiple, multiple seasons, and I'll crank through them in weeks um, when it would probably normally take a normal person months. Um, but that's just something I really enjoy. I love Netflix. And then I also love podcasts. Obviously, I'm doing this. I love listening to podcasts. I listen to podcasts kind of all day, every day. Um, but I also, uh, what else? I really love coffee. Coffee's become like a new passion of ours. A couple years ago, Ash bought me, did I mention that? My wife's name is Ashley. I probably said that. But my wife, we call her, and she, I call her Ash. So Ash bought me uh, a Chemex from Santa a couple years ago. Um, so that kind of got us into the coffee world. Before that, we were uh, ashamedly drinking, uh, oh my gosh, now I can't even remember what it's called, uh, Keurig, Keurig coffee, which is not really coffee now that we're used to our coveted pour over. We're kind of coffee snobs. We've kind of become coffee snobs uh, unintentionally. Um, We've been doing pour over every single day for probably two or three years now, I guess. Um, And just recently this past Christmas, I got an espresso machine, which I'm super excited about because that is a whole new world of just so much technicalness. It's Espresso is so much different than drip coffee, even though, you know, for pour over, I'm very precise. You know, I use a scale. I have a thermometer for my water. I'm very, very intentional about that. But there's just something different about espresso. I think it's because it's as precise, but it's more difficult to be precise, um, that it's just a whole nother world, a whole nother challenge for me to take on. So I'm super excited about that. I'm super excited about jumping into the whole world of espresso. Um, And that just kind of defines, I think, who I am. I really love anything that has gadgets and gizmos and technology and just things to kind of figure out associated with it. And it's always sort of been like that. I remember growing up playing sports. I only wanted to play sports that had lots of gear. You know, I grew up, I played ice hockey because I got all the gear. And when I played baseball, I didn't want to just play in in the field and get, you know, have just my mitt or maybe in my, in my bat, 
I wanted to play catcher because then I got to use, you know, the, the chest pad and the knee pads and the throat protector, all that stuff. Something about that has just always been super, super interesting to me. So uh, speaking of sports, I do love sports. I don't play sports anymore. I guess I grew up playing ice hockey. That was my big thing. I played ice hockey all through college. Um, I played lacrosse a little bit in high school, stuff like that. But I do really love watching sports, specifically playoffs of sports, which is sort of a weird thing, I guess, to say. But I honestly don't really watch the regular season. Even for sports I really love, like like hockey, I don't really watch uh, the regular season. I just don't have, I don't know, I'd rather watch other things. But Give me a playoff game of probably pretty much anything, and I'll watch it, which is why I really love the Olympics, which is super exciting that that's coming up soon um, in February, which is kind of hard to believe. Um, But I love watching sports. I will watch literally anything. Like, if it's a, I love golf. If it was, you know, a championship round of golf, championship tennis match, basketball, baseball, soccer, like the World Cup, all those types of things. I love watching anything like that where it's super, super competitive. Um, I traveled to South Africa a couple of years ago, and when I was there, uh, they uh, the Cricket World Championships were on TV, and everybody in South Africa loves cricket. It's a really big deal in South Africa. I had never seen cricket. I never understood it, but they explained it to me, and I was hooked. Like I literally watched so much cricket in the whatever, 10 or 12 days that I was there, um, just because it was super interesting. And it was, you know, the cricket world championships. It was a big deal. So anyway, I love watching sports, mostly competitive playoff sports. Um, so yeah, okay. That's, so that's a little bit about me, where I'm at. Like I said, we live in Richmond. We love, love, love Richmond. Um, if you guys aren't from here, you know, it's, we live here in Richmond, Virginia, which is the capital of Virginia. Uh, it's about two hours just south of Washington, D.C., Um, But what's also really nice is that we're also only about two hours from the beach. Um, You can drive, you know, an hour west of us and you're in Charlottesville, which has tons of vineyards and you're in the mountains and it's really pretty. Um, We live really close to Williamsburg, Virginia, which is very historical and has tons of cool things to do there. So Richmond is just a really cool place. It's really well located in Virginia and we just love living here. Richmond is also a very uh, artsy kind of city. There's lots of coffee shops, which obviously, as I just mentioned, I love coffee. Um, There's tons of like tattoo parlors, which I I have one tattoo. Uh, It's not really the reason why I love Richmond, but it's just like part of the, Richmond is just a really cool vibe. And we really love living here. And the food here is amazing. Oh my gosh, there's so many great restaurants, so many great just places to eat and things to do. Richmond is just a really cool town. And it kind of had a bad rep for a long time growing up. I grew up in Northern Virginia, just outside of Washington, D.C. And we never came to Richmond. I never even really thought about Richmond. It was just not something that was on my mind. But um, it's I think it's just growing. It's a really cool artsy, artsy town. Um, and we absolutely love it. Um, and speaking of food, this is now just kind of reminding me. I'm sort of just rambling on about things I love here. I really love cooking. There's something about cooking that I really love. And a lot of that has to do with the gadgets. I love kitchen gadgets. Um, you know, we're talking about talking about technology. I just really love, which I guess I, I consider gadgets to be technology, even if it's something as silly as like, you know, the, uh, the measuring cup where you don't have to look down at just that you can look straight down into it and it has the, you know, angled thing inside of it. So you can see your measurements. I consider that to be like a technology, even though it doesn't have a computer in it and it doesn't have like a battery. I consider that like a technology or technological advancements. So anyway, I really love cooking. It's something that Ash jokes and says, like, I'm not a very good cook. I'm just really good at following instructions, I think. And I'm very precise and I'm very kind of like, Type A, like I said, everything has to be perfect. So I really like following the instructions to a T, which if you can do that, I feel like you can pretty much, you know, if you can follow a recipe, you can make some pretty good stuff. Um, 
so yeah, so that's me. That's some some things about who I am. And as we go on through this podcast, you'll definitely find out more things about me, my personality, what I like, all those types of things. I'm not going to go too, too deep into it, but those are just some of the things that I'm generally interested in. And if I mention them in here, you can definitely bet we're going to talk about them in depth in other episodes of this podcast. Um, but basically what I want to do now is I kind of want to interview myself in, in the same way that I'd interview a guest that we would have on the podcast. So um, one of the main things I want to talk about with people is how I use technology for your business. So for us, uh, like I said, we are wedding filmmakers. So as far as technology goes, what all is involved in that? Uh, well, First of all, I think one of the reasons why I love filmmaking so much is because there is just so much tech and gear and everything that's involved with it. In the photography world, you have, you know, if your camera and your lenses, but for the most part, there's not like, I don't know, there's not too, too much gear kind of once you have the the basics and the essentials. I guess you can go kind of crazy when it comes to like portrait lighting and um, getting into strobes and things like that. But for filmmaking, there's so much gear. So whether you're talking about cameras or lenses or different, you know, audio recorders and uh, microphones and different pickup patterns and uh, the different types of lights and the color temperature of lights and the throw of the light and all the different accessories you can get. And there's just so much tech and gear that is involved in filmmaking, which is something that I find very, very compelling about it uh, because it is this kind of this combination of combining the technical. It's a very technical art. You have to be able to master all these technical things with also a very like, you know, traditional art artistic way of viewing things where you have to have the idea and the um, the forethought and all these different things. So it's just kind of this beautiful combination, I think, of this very visual thing with this very technical thing. And I think that's perfect for my brain. I've always said that I think that my brain is pretty split down the middle as far as if I'm, because I'm very, very logical. Um, and a lot of people think that I'm creative because I kind of work in this creative field and I have a graphic design degree and, you know, like photography and stuff like that. But I would say that I'm more logical that I am creative and I have enough creativity to get by, um, which is why I think that filmmaking and especially wedding filmmaking works really, really well for me and for my brain. So uh, I'm going to go into some of this stuff in other episodes where I can talk with some other people and there will be plenty of episodes talking about cameras and lenses and all that kind of stuff because that's just something that I really love researching and learning about. Um, I do think just kind of as like a side note here, I do think that it can be come too much of a focus when it comes to filmmaking, the technical side of things. Um, people can focus on it too much, but it is something I really do love researching and looking into and all that kind of stuff. Um, if anybody's interested, you know, we are, we do shoot with Canon. We shoot uh, mostly with Canon. We shoot with the uh, Canon C100 as our camera, mostly uh, Canon L-series glass. Uh, we do have a Sony a6300 we use on the gimbal um, and all that kind of stuff. But I'll, I'll go more dive deep into those specific things in other episodes, I think. Um, other things that we use technology-wise, as far as our business goes, is obviously computers. You know, computers are really important for us. Um, we, they need to be really fast and really powerful. So having uh, the right computer for us is really important, but also for uh, mobility and portability and stuff. So uh, we currently use a 27-inch iMac. It's a 2013 model, which I actually bought off a friend, but it is souped up. It's got 32 gigs of RAM. Uh, it has a you know quad core i7 processor, so it's it does pretty well. It's an older model, so it doesn't have the 5K display or anything like that. But um, so it's really important for me to have a fast computer. So I have the I have the iMac, and then Ash and I both have 13-inch MacBook Pros. Um, so we actually probably both need to update our. Our, all of our computers could be updated. They're all from 2014, 2015-ish, that time period. 
but that's something that's really, really important because for editing, we have tons and tons of files when it comes to weddings. So we need to have uh, tons of hard drives and just really fast computers that can handle all that. And that's something else I'm actually really passionate about is the uh, hard drives and the workflow and the backup systems and all that kind of stuff. Um, if you go over to our YouTube channel, you can see I've got a video all about our workflow and our hard drive systems and all that kind of stuff. But um, those are really, really important things from a tech, tech standpoint that are in uh, you know work in our business. As far as programs go, uh, we use Premiere Pro for our video editing. I also use After Effects here and there for lower thirds and titles and, and stuff like that. Uh, and then Photoshop. Those are kind of like the three main things that I use. Uh, since we don't do photography anymore, when we did photography, we definitely use Lightroom a lot. Uh, I do have the whole you know Adobe Creative Suite, and I know how to use you know Illustrator, InDesign. We do use InDesign a good amount uh, when we're designing different products and things like that, PDFs that we need to make. Um, so I definitely get to use my graphic design degree. Um, which is nice. Uh, but another big thing for our, our business is social media. So we're uh, very, very involved in social media. That's where we do most of our marketing. Um, we don't spend a ton of money on, we don't really spend any money, honestly, on traditional marketing. Um, everything we do is through our website and is through social media uh, and all that good stuff. So that's really important to us. So, you know, we have, you know, we have things like our email list, you know, our website, we have to maintain our YouTube channel, um, that we, that I run all these types of things that all kind of need to run seamlessly. And then there's a ton of other, just like different software things, which again, I consider technology, uh, that we need to run our, to run our business. So whether that be our client management software which we use HoneyBook, which is super, super great. I'm actually, I'll leave a, a discount code in the uh, show notes of this video uh, for this podcast. Oh, I said, that's the first time I did it. I said video and not podcast. I'm so used to making videos. Um, I'll leave a link in the show notes to uh, HoneyBook. If you are interested in HoneyBook, you can save 50%. But uh, we use HoneyBook for that. We use, uh, there's just so many different types of programs we use when we launch courses. We do our email list. Um, it's really kind of crazy to think how many different services and stuff we have to use. Uh, Google Drive is a big thing that we use a lot in our business. That's something that's really, really important. Um, we upload all of our videos to Vimeo. We share all of our videos with our clients through this thing called MediaZilla, which is essentially a DVD menu type thing, but it's a link. So all you have to do is send the client a link. We upload all the videos onto there and it looks just like a normal DVD on their end. And they can watch the video, share it with their friends and family and whoever. But it's really nice for us because we don't have to send anything. It's easy for them because they can send the link. And best of all, they can download the video right there. Um, so those are just some of the of the things that we use uh, when running our business. And then of course there's this podcast when it comes to, you know, microphones and webcams and all that kind of stuff. And all that kind of stuff is also used for our YouTube channel. So I have lots and lots of tech things sitting on my desk right now. I'm staring at many, many, many hardware technical things, which again, I'm sure will come up in other podcasts. But um, yeah, so that's pretty much it. That's how that's what we use for running our business uh, without going in too much in depth into all of the different things. But it definitely wedding filmmaking is a very technical, technical thing, uh, which needs to definitely be researched and studied. I think it's really important to have a good understanding of all those things. So that's what we use for our business. Now let's talk about, I want to talk about some of my favorite tech things of... 2017, both that I own and things that I really, 
really wish that I owned. Okay, so first things first. The best tech thing that I bought, hands down, no questions asked, in 2017 was a bit of an impulse buy, but it is definitely Apple AirPods. I'm going to do an entire podcast all about Apple AirPods because I love them so much and they're so amazing, but I use Apple AirPods every single day. I From the time I wake up, in the morning, I you know have my AirPods in while making breakfast, listening to podcasts. I can come upstairs to my computer, you know. I can switch my computer over to my AirPods and start working on my computer. I can when I go back down to eat lunch, I switch over to my AirPod uh, over to my iPad so I can watch YouTube videos. Like I just have my AirPods in my ears all day, every day. Uh, and they're just super, super great. They're super convenient. I love them, love them, love them. I was kind of skeptical when they first were announced, when Apple first announced them. I think like a lot of people, I wasn't really sure. They kind of looked kind of funky and I didn't really know what I thought about them. And I don't know. I just, the, the whole, like the case looking like, you know, uh, dental floss. I just wasn't, wasn't really sure about it. I actually had to go to the Apple store, ironically, to get Ash a MacBook charger because she uh, she broke her MacBook charger. So I had to go to the Apple store to get one. And at this point, AirPods were almost impossible to find. They were just sold out everywhere. Uh, and I asked the girl, kind of half-joking, like, oh, there's nothing left in this store for me to buy. You know, I've bought everything unless unless you have some AirPods. And she's like, oh, actually, I think that we got some in this morning. Let me go see if they've already sold out. So, of course, she goes into the back, and of course, they weren't sold out. So, she brings them out. She hands them to me, and she says, do you want to get them? And I was like, I really, like, don't need them. I have really nice, like, Bluetooth headphones, but I was like, you know what? I'll just get them, try them. If I hate them, I'll bring them back, or I'll sell them. I'll probably turn a profit, honestly, if I sold them. So, I bought them, and of course, as I just said, I fell in love with them. So, they're super, super great. Absolutely love the AirPods. Um, I do have lots of headphones. I kind of have an excessive amount of headphones. I have the AirPods. Um, I have my Bose Quiet Comfort 35s, which are some really nice over-the-ear noise-canceling Bose headphones, which I really, really love. Um, the only problem, which this sounds makes me sound kind of lame, but uh, what if if I have my like my hair all like situated the way that I like it, I don't like wearing uh, the QC35s because they go over my head and they mess up my hair, um, which a lot of you probably think is ridiculous. But I mean, if I'm sitting here all day and I need to go somewhere, I don't want to walk around with like a big dent in my hair. So the AirPods are great for that. Um, but the QC35s are amazing. I love them. I use those for lots of other things. I use those when I'm laying in bed and I'm on my iPad and they're amazing for the, uh, for the airplanes. I, I When I got the AirPods, I was like, oh, I don't even need to bring these on the QC35s. They're kind of bulky. I'll just keep bring the AirPods. That was a mistake. The AirPods are great. They're not super loud, um, but the noise canceling on the Bose are just so good. You know, the best in the industry. So on the airplane, it definitely makes a huge difference. I had to have the AirPods turned up all the way and I could still barely hear um, what I was listening to. So anyway, I have those. And then I have some uh, some workout headphones that I have. Uh, which I'm trying to remember, they're Blue Ant, Amp, Blue Amp, something like that. They're just over the ear. I had extra money on an Apple gift card, bought them off the Apple website. Those work well. They're again, they're Bluetooth. They kind of like go over the top of your ear and they, you know, they have the little, uh, they go in your ear with the little silicone tip uh, and then around the back of your neck. And those are perfect for working out. I really love those. And then of course I have, you know, some old skull candy, uh, just regular like silicone tip in ear headphones that I carry around that I can plug into my computer and stuff. You know, I have the 
iPhone 10. I had the iPhone 7 before that, so I don't have a headphone jack anymore. So I am 100% on the Bluetooth headphone train. Um, okay, so that was the best thing of 2017 for sure. Um, and it's close second, which actually uh, was, we got right at the very tail end of 2017, was we finally jumped into the smart assistant game. I kind of uh, put it off for a long time. I don't really know why. I use Siri and stuff like that. And I heard about the uh, you know Amazon Alexa when it was first announced forever and ever and ever ago when it was on pre-release to Prime members only. And it was like 50 bucks. And I heard about it and I was like, eh, I don't really know about that. And I've watched it sort of grow and evolve and become this big household name over the years. Um, and I don't know. I just we just like, we don't really need it. We don't have anything to control. And we're so ingrained in the Apple ecosystem that being in the Alexa or even when Google came out, you know, Google Home, Google Home Mini, I didn't really think it was going to be that beneficial uh, to me or anything like that. But for Christmas, Ash bought me these Wi-Fi smart plug part smart switches, uh, which are great. We use, mostly got them for the Christmas trees. Uh, we had three Christmas trees this year. Uh, which is a different story for a different day. But so we had these smart switches and we had no way of controlling them aside from my phone. And they uh, they only worked with Alexa. They didn't work with uh, with Siri. So we bought ourselves a, you know, an Amazon Alexa for like 22 bucks or whatever it was on Amazon when they're having their all their deals. And we had an Amazon Now. They brought it within two hours and we set it up and it was great. Uh, and then Ash got a Nest for Christmas for my parents. And along with the Nest, it, they got her a Google Home or it came with Google Home Mini. Um, so instead of returning it and getting another Alexa or just picking one or the other, we just kind of kept both, uh, just to kind of compare and contrast. And again, I'll, t- I'll talk more in depth on that in another podcast for sure about kind of the differences, which one I like more, all that jazz. But, uh, so yeah, so now we have the, uh, Alexa mini, the Google home mini and the smart switches and we have a nest. So we went from having absolutely zero, like smart house, tech stuff to having a whole bunch all, all in a very quick amount of time. And which is funny because I thought Ash was would not really like it. I didn't think that she would like adapt it so quickly, but she loves it. She loves talking to Alexa. She loves talking to Google Home. She's always using it, um, which I just found super surprising. So anyway, but we've loved having those. It's made our bedtime routine so nice because I have one plugged into, we have this uh, standing fan in our room that I turn on every night. And there's always this big fight because we'd both be laying in bed on our phones or iPads or whatever. And then, you know, we'd be ready for bed and be like, who's going to get up and turn on the fan when, it, you know, it's cold and you're in the comforters, you want to get up. So this is, it wasn't a fight, but it was always this sort of like, oh, like I'll have to get up and do it. So now we can just say, Alexa, turn on the fan. Actually, what we can say, which is really cool is I say, Alexa, I'm ready for bed. And she turns off Ash's light, she turns off my light, and she turns on the fan, and she sets the temperature to 65. It's great. I love it. Um, Another thing that I got recently, uh, along the same lines, is I got a LifeX LED strip for the back of my desk. Uh, A bunch of YouTubers I watch, they all have these like LED strips in the backs of their desks, and I always just thought it was really cool. And we got a $200 tip from a wedding once, and we decided just to split it. So I got $100 in cash, and Ash got $100 in cash, and we just said, let's just spend this on whatever we want. Um, so I went to Best Buy and I was like walking around and I saw these LifeX LED strips for a hundred bucks. And I was like, all right, we'll go with this. So I bought that and put it on my desk and I can control that with Siri or with Alexa or with Google Home. Uh, and I love it. Uh, it's kind of pointless. It doesn't really do anything. I just think it makes my desk look cool. Um, and it is nice to have in the back of YouTube videos. So 
there's that. Um, what else did we get this year? 2017. My espresso machine, again, very tail end of 2017, but I love that. I love the adventure of that. I'm going to do um, at least one, if not a couple different coffee themed episodes to this podcast. But the espresso machine has been great. It's a fun learning adventure. I still have not come close to mastering that. I'm not sure if I ever will master it, but um, it works. I can get some what I think is pretty some pretty good espresso. I'm also trying to teach myself like what is good espresso and what's not. And that's kind of hard um, to just kind of figure out. It's sort of a taste bud thing. You're training yourself to know what's good and what's bad. And it's really just a lot of trial and error, uh, which is kind of frustrating because I want to be able to just know how to do it perfectly. Um, but it'll just take time and that's okay. Um, this year we bought the C100 Mark II, which I absolutely love. We've had the C100 Mark I for a couple of years now, and I was kind of holding off on the Mark II for a while. We finally pulled the trigger this year, and I love it, love it, love it. It's so great. I just love that it shoots 60 frames per second, which is uh, slow motion, and that's just been super great. It also has Wi-Fi built in, so I can use my iPad to control it, uh, which has been life-changing for YouTube videos. So C100 Mark II has been great. And then the last thing I'm going to put on here of stuff that we've gotten in 2017 is the iPhone 10. The iPhone 10 is a very, very interesting phone. It's so, it's been so controversial. It's been, I don't know, there's just lots of buzz about phones. And I could talk about phones, the like smartphone world and market for all day long, but the world of smartphones this year has been very interesting. Everyone's moving to the bezel-less design, you know, so bigger screens, smaller form factors, all that kind of stuff. And the iPhone 10 really is Apple's first uh, dip, you know, away from this. They've had the same body since the iPhone 6, which is, I think, three years ago. Um, so it's the first time in a while that they've gone a different direction. And I personally love it. I love I, I'm never going to switch off of Apple again. I switched from Apple to Samsung once, uh, just kind of as a, a social experiment, just to see what would happen. Uh, and it was fine. I, I didn't hate it. It just wasn't really great enough for me to want to switch. In order for me to switch, completely switch over to an iPhone, off of an iPhone to Android, there would have to be something that was just so amazing and so compelling to pull me away from the iOS operating system. There just really would have to be because it really it has nothing to do with the hardware of the iPhone 10. I love the big screen. I think it's cool. The Face ID is great. It works. But I would have been happy with an iPhone 8 Plus, you know, upgrading for my 7 Plus. I still wouldn't have switched um, if that's all they came out with was the new 8 and the 8 Plus because I love iMessage. I use iMessage on my iPad, on my computer, on my laptop, on my watch, on my phone. Like it, it, it literally like iMessage is the, the main thing keeping me. And then I just like iOS. It works for me. I don't need it to do anything else. It does everything I'd want it to do. I don't need the customization or whatever people say you can get with Android and how it's like customizable or whatever. I actually don't care about that. I don't want to do any of that stuff. So I just love iOS and that's all there is to it. But the iPhone 10 is great. The cameras are really, really nice. Um, I had the dual cameras before on my 7 Plus. Um, at first, the size of the 10, I don't know, I th it felt a little small. The, it's definitely not, the, since the screen isn't as wide, sometimes it feels like you're not getting as much mm, like screen real estate, even though it's longer, but they're not, especially when you when I first got it, they weren't really utilizing like the length of the phone. So it felt kind of like I downgraded to the smaller phone. Um, but now after having it for a while, I definitely think that it's fine. If I want to watch something 
that I need a big screen for, most of the time I'm going to go to my iPad. If I want to watch YouTube videos or Netflix or whatever, I'm not going to do that on my phone. My phone really is just for, you know, when I'm outside the house and I'm just doing social media stuff, like very rarely am I watching tons and tons and tons of videos on my phone. Because if I'm not watching on my iPad, I'm watching YouTube on my computer or on the Apple TV. Like I don't ever watch it on my phone. So I don't care about that. Uh, the face ID, like I said, it works. Uh, the home button thing, it took me like a day or two to get used to it, but now I don't think I could go back to having a, a, uh, a home button. I like not having it now. And again, the cameras are great. It's just been great. So iPhone 10, it's been, it's just fun. It's fun to get a phone that's different. There's just something about it. And obviously that, like, that kind of wears off after a while and it's just a phone now. Um, wireless charging is cool. All that jazz. But iPhone 10, definitely a fun upgrade for this year. And I'm on the, you know, the upgrade program through Verizon. So next year when uh, whatever the iPhone 10s or whatever, I don't know, whatever they're going to call it next year comes out, I'll probably get that too, just because I like having new phones and I like having a fresh battery because it lasts longer um, and all that kind of stuff. So, okay. So those are all my like favorite things that I've got or used or whatever in 2017. And there's just two things really quickly I just want to hit on that I'm really interested in that I don't own, but I really want slash want to like pay close attention to. Um, one is a Nintendo Switch. The Nintendo Switch, when it first came out, when it was first announced, I was like, that's awesome. I want one of those. And if you guys don't know what a Nintendo Switch is, basically it is a video game system that is made by Nintendo, which makes things like Mario and you know Mario Kart and Super Smash Brothers and Zelda and things like that, uh, Pokemon, and it is a both a portable game system. So it's basically like a tablet that has controllers that attach to the side. But when you come home, you can just set it into this dock, and it instantly becomes a just like a regular you know desktop console. So it can go up on your TV. And I just think the idea of having this portable game system that you can play anywhere, but then come home and you know hook it up to your TV and sit and play just like you would anything else, like a PlayStation or an Xbox, I think that's really smart. I think that's really cool. I played a lot of Call of Duty in college and a lot of Halo and a lot of Rock Band, um, but I definitely wouldn't say that I'm a like a gamer, like a video gamer. Uh, my brother-in-law is definitely a gamer and he plays hours and hours and hours of video games every week. And he has done that since he was in high school. That's just not really me. I can't really sit down and play for hours and hours and hours. So I think that the Switch, like the types of games that are on the Switch would be perfect for me. I like that I can take it with me and all those types of things. So I'm just excited. I, I think it'd be cool to have. Ash does not want me to have it. She may, She seems to think that if I got it, that I wouldn't get any work done and that I would never pay attention to her, which I don't think is true. Um, but I have a couple friends who have one and they all seem to really like it. So that's something that I'm definitely have my eye on uh, for the for 2018. And then the next thing is just, it's been something I've been, I've been like wanting for literally for years. And that is just a boosted board. Uh, I've A boosted board is an electronic longboard. And I grew up, like when I was in high school, I, we longboarded all the time. I spent hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and hours, again, researching the different longboards and the different bearings, the different trucks and like all the different things that go along with longboarding. And I spent so many summers just longboarding and swimming and longboarding and swimming, longboarding and swimming. And I loved it. And I loved longboarding. But the hardest part with longboarding was A, there's no way to stop. 
And once you go down a hill, it's impossible. You have to walk back up the other side of the hill. So a boosted board, basically you have a little Bluetooth controller that you hold in your hand and it has a little jog wheel and it allows you to control the board that has motors built into it. And it goes forwards and backwards and it has brakes and it's just, it's just amazing. The problem is they're very expensive. It's like $1,500 for the one that I want. Um, and I can't really justify that, um, but I have wanted one for a really long time. So that's just a like random piece of technology that I've wanted forever and ever and ever. And maybe someday I'll get one. A few years ago, Ash made me a bet that if I lost 15 or 20 pounds or something that I could get one. And I got so close. I think it was to lose 20 pounds and I think I lost 15. And then we went to Italy and did all this other stuff and I ate a bunch of pizza and then it, I never lost the full 20 pounds and I kind of gave up on it. So anyway, I love the boosted board, the idea of having one. Would I actually use it enough to justify $1,500? I don't know, probably not. But anyway, okay. So those are my favorite things of 2017. Those are just, and that's a little bit of an insight into technology that I like, a little bit about my life, where I'm at, what I'm up to, all that kind of stuff. So hopefully this gave you guys a little bit of an insight into who I am. You can find a little bit more of my personality just from listening to this and all that jazz. So yes, this has been the first official podcast of Tech with Ty. No, Ty's Tech Line. I'm going to keep messing that up. I hope you guys enjoyed it. hope you guys found it interesting. hope you guys feel like you know a little bit more about me. Stay tuned for some more episodes coming up. They're going to be awesome. I've got a bunch of awesome stuff coming you guys this way. Like I said, I'd love to get in contact with you if you're listening to this. Um, go find me on social media. Instagram is at Tyler Harrington. Twitter at Tyler Harrington. And just let me be like, hey, I listened to your podcast and I think it's great. Or better yet, if you have a suggestion for some topics you'd like to hear covered, for some people you'd like to have on the show, anything like that, go over to social media, drop me a line. I would love, love, love to hear from you and just to hear the people out there listening. So that's it. That's all I have for you guys today. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, This has been Ty's Tech Line. I'm Tyler and I'll see you in the next one.